You're listening to the Patriot Nation Podcast, presented by Pat's Pulpit. All right, welcome back to the Patriot Nation podcast. We're recording a little bit early here on a Wednesday, uh, but we figured we had to get this out. Tom Brady has once again retired from the NFL. Uh, it does seem, though, Matt, that this one, this one's got some finality to it. Uh, last time, it didn't really seem like he was actually going to do it. Uh, this time, looks like he's going out uh, mostly on his own terms, but uh, but it's his decision coming from him, I think. Yeah, I think you can tell. I mean, first of all, I don't think you make jokes about the fact that this is your second retirement. If there's even a hint of you coming back, like all of those jokes suddenly um, aren't funny anymore and don't seem sincere at all if he comes back at this point. Right. So it's that. And the fact that he apparently he called, did he call them? Did he go in at six this morning to give his retirement? The video was on a beach. All of this has the vibe of somebody who he like he stayed overnight at the beach and watched the sunset and watched the sunrise and made his decision. Yeah, but yeah, kind of. You can you can kind of hear his voice crack a little bit, given his announcement, and that I feel like that's how you know it's real. This yeah. is the most authentic version of Brady. I feel like we've seen in a, a very long time. Yeah, it's it's you know this this season took a real toll on him. It looks like they said he lost fifteen pounds during the season. Um, you know, and we can speculate as to as to why he did it or, you know, what happened with his family and stuff. And I don't think this is the time or place for that. To be honest with you, I don't think it's any of our business. But, um, you know, I do think that, you know, it was obvious that this weighed on him. Uh, Jeff Darlington came out and said that he had kind of said to people at Tampa behind the scenes that, you know, he was either coming back to Tampa or he wasn't coming back at all. Um, and I think this Tampa by the end was just a dumpster fire. And he was just like, this is ridiculous. And if I come back next year, it's going to be more of the same. And, you know, it, it, just... it would be worse. Um, they're in very much the same cap situation the Patriots were in when he left New England. If, right. And you can restructure stuff. But there's really, other than coaching there in and the draft, there is no way to make that team better next year than it is this year. And right. that's it's hard to do for both of those. So you put it all together, it's it wouldn't have been a good spot for him to come back. Right. And I don't blame him for not wanting to, you know, uproot things and go play somewhere else, especially. You know, we always heard about Brady would say he's going to play till he sucks. He didn't suck this year, but you could tell his heart, I don't think, was quite as in it. Right. He looked very human in the same oh, way yeah. he did in 2019 in New England, except, you know, it's been more years here and more toll on the body. And he's won another Super Bowl and his life has changed. And yeah. Changes yeah. your decision. And as Dark Blue Gold says, you know, he hit, he did hit 45, right? That was, that was, he always said he was going to play to his 45. He hit it. Um, and, you know, he proved kind of everyone wrong. I still think, you know, my dad was saying, and I agree with him, should have retired after the Super Bowl uh, for Tampa, you know, rode out on, on the sunset on that one. And even if he hadn't, he really should have retired last year. He really should have, um, you know, you talk about having just an outrageous season. He was incredible in 2021. Should have won the MVP. Didn't, but should have won the MVP. And then kind of had that last gasp, right? In the, in the uh, was it the championship game? No, it was the NFC divisional round. Or was it the championship against the Against the Rams? Against the Rams. Divisional, it was right? divisional. Okay, yeah. so had that crazy comeback against the Rams, only for the defense to blow it at the end. But again... It was a vintage Brady performance with the crazy comeback, the unbelievable second half by Brady. He played incredible. And you can kind of walk off to the sunset and look at it like, you know, hey, I did the best I could. And, and this year, like you say, not that anything's tarnished because it's not. But this year, it's kind of like, man, you know, to see him play this year and look mortal and look like, you know, he frankly, wasn't very good in some games. Um, and not that all that had to do with him, but it was kind of sad to see that happen. Yeah, and it's, it's sad. It might be sad, but at the same time, I think it is, that's Tom Brady. Yeah. Like, I know we say, oh, we want to see him go out on top. But does that, 
like we all know exactly who Tom Brady is. We spent so many years watching him. Does anybody think that he was going to go out in a way that other than this, if he won a Super Bowl, he still knows he can do it. And if he knows he can do it, there wasn't a world where he wasn't going to come back. It's true. Like there's, he is the ultimate competitor. He was never going to hang it up and knowing that he still had something more to give. And I think this year was kind of just too, probably too physically painful. I know uh, there's been a lot made of the fact in that Dallas game, he just looked like he didn't want to take hits anymore. I don't blame the dude. I'm, 24 and i don't want to get hit by those guys i can't imagine doing that at 45 years old right yeah. so i think this is him giving it everything he's got i think that's what happens with the greats too like it's this isn't joe montana went to another team and kind of fizzled out his last couple of years to a certain degree and um i don't know like you go around sport like michael jordan and, and all these guys the, the greats never retire on top because to get to being on top you have to have such a crazy commitment to winning that you can't give that up without kind of getting broken a little bit right right so yeah i mean it's i, I agree i agree and, and look and you know my dad just texted me he's in three one he won three games by himself this year which he did and again yeah he carried he was still a bad, good this year right <laughs> and, and it's hard because that team sucked this year and you know and you're right it's not going to get any better next year right um but you know it's it's that's one of those it's it's tough man it's really tough but you're right you are right though because you feel like if he felt like he still had it and could theoretically win a championship he was coming back uh and i think he looks at the writing on the wall and says yeah campus not pulling it off theoretically san francisco could have been a landing spot for him they are primed i mean brock purdy played well but he's brock purdy like i Say whatever you want to say. He's Brock Purdy. I'm sorry. He's Brock Purdy. He was a seventh round draft. He was Mr. Irrelevant of- for a reason, right? Yeah. He, was in- he could be good, but you would right. always pick Tom Brady over him. <laughs> Correct. Correct. And so, you know, and listen, if Purdy doesn't get hurt in that Eagles game, I mean, they probably still lose anyways, but like, I don't know. You never know. He couldn't throw the ball. So like, you know, yeah. we, we have no idea what would have happened. So, um, you know, it is interesting to kind of see, and that could be a spot, but maybe he didn't want to go there. Maybe San Fran said, Hey, look, we're not interested, Tom. I'm sorry. You know, yeah, they got a lot of assets in Trey Lance and they right. got a lot of wins out of Brock Purdy. And yep. I understand that wanting to rock that boat before next season. You got two options that you think you already like. Right. I don't know why you necessarily add a third who, right, he's 45 years old. He might not be better than either of them next year if he falls off a cliff. And then, all right, well, now we, we made the other two guys mad. And we got this guy for one year that isn't very good. It's, it's totally right. reasonable for San Francisco. Right. I mean, we've been, you know, we've been talking about this cliff for what, 15, 10 years? <laughs> it hasn't come it yet. Wasn't, so. It was there was no cliff. There was right. just a kind of gentle rolling hill down to the ocean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's really what it comes down to, right? Is that it's, it never was a, it never was a cliff. It never happened. Um, you know, and again, we can point to Max this Kellerman year. must be so mad right now. Oh my goodness. Well, you know, <laughs> and how about like ESPN Frances is on and he's like, you know, he's not the greatest regular season quarterback of all time. And he's not the greatest Super Bowl quarterback of all time. And so, you know, I don't know if I would choose him to win one game. I was like, dude, shut up. Shut up. If I had to win one game, I would choose Joe Montana. Uh, You would, unless, of course, you were playing the NFC Championship game, and then you probably wouldn't. Oh, maybe you were playing just the first round of the playoffs. Then maybe you wouldn't choose him either since he had a bunch of one and dones. It's interesting that we punish Brady, and we're doing the same thing to LeBron, by the way, but but that's neither here nor there because I don't think Jordan's better. But we punish Brady for making the Super Bowl too many times. Tom, you 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 really shouldn't made the Super Bowl ten times. If you only made the Super Bowl four times and you'd won all four of those, you'd be better than making yeah. the Super Bowl ten times uh, and only winning seven of them. Well, and I think that's where it, most people kind of see through those arguments at this point anyway. Like those arguments get made for a certain demographic that likes to right. argue about that stuff and eats it up. And that's right. just like I'm at a point now. I'm just like I. I love watching Tom Brady. He's the most entertaining quarterback I've ever seen with the way he was able to pull things out. He's got more wins than anybody else. He's fantastic. Right. He has records. Yeah. I don't really care what anybody else says because we all watched him and we all know how good he was. And if you didn't sit down and watch him every single Sunday, you don't get you, you don't get to weigh in on this one. You didn't. Right. You weren't there for it the way we were. I so, agree. 
I agree. By the that's, way, Dark Gold is right. Violet uh, did come down the stairs and go I was back up. At that. I don't know what she was doing, but she did come downstairs uh, and then and then go back up. So, uh, but anyways, but um, the one stat here's the only stat that matters to me. The only stat that matters is that in the it's it's the it's the most ridiculous. Daddy's recording the sports. He says he is. Daddy's recording the sports. Be quiet. Um, <laughs> but you know, but it's it's one of those things for me. The best stat of all time, and, and the only stat, the stat that will never, ever, ever be touched, is that Tom Brady has 10, 10 lead-changing drives in the fourth quarter or overtime of the Super Bowl. 10. Yeah. Okay? So, and that's, when I say lead-changing drives, that means to either tie the game or take the lead. In the fourth quarter or overtime, of course, you got to include the overtime, the overtime uh, Falcons game. But in the fourth quarter or overtime of the Super Bowl, he has ten. Second on the list is a tie for second. Was that is that ten? Um, I'm trying to I'm trying to do the math here. Is that that's not one. Is that one in every Super Bowl? No, it's not one in every Super Bowl because you get the two in the Falcons game. Yeah, because one decided the game and take the lead. You didn't have one in 2011. You had one in 07. Oh, it happened, it happened in the, um, what do you call it, the very first drive of the second half in 2011, right? Right, right. Yeah. Yep, so you didn't have one in 11. You had one in 07. You had yep. one in, in, in 01. You had one in 03. And I think they took the lead for the last time. I think it was tied going into the fourth. In yes, yep. 04. In, in yeah. 04, they had one as well. Uh, then so 07, for- so that's four. And then I think it's, I think it's one in every Bowl. It's uh, one for every game, minus 11, and plus an extra one for the Falcons. One. Minus 11, plus an extra one for the Falcons game. Yep, that's correct. Yeah. Yep. Because, yeah. And so Which what's... Is, it, yeah. yeah. So anyway, so that's so it's 10. Second on the list is a tie for second with three. Tie for second with three. You want you, Do you know you know who the two quarterbacks that have three are? Guessing one of them is Montana. Montana has two, one. Is it just the one? Okay. One. Well, because a couple of those Super Bowls were blowouts. That's the thing. That's that's why everyone talks about Montana. It's yeah. a, no, Montana's got the drive. So, one so drive. We're talking, so we're talking three? Three. Does Ben Roethlisberger have three? Nope. He has two. Yep. Um, how old school are we talking here? New school. Not LA either. Nope. They're all, they're, both of them that have three are new? Both of them that have three are new. Uh, one of them is recently retired. One of them recently made the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Peyton, Peyton didn't do it, right? Nope. No, he doesn't have one. Does he? I don't think he has one. Nope. No. Well, let me. Let me think. Is Joe? Although Joe Flacco. Although. What? I have the right family. Eli. Eli's got three. Did he have two in one of those games? Yep. Wow. Yep. Was it 42 that he had two? Uh, I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember correctly. I think it was 42 that he had two of them. And he had obviously had one in 46. Oh, yeah, it was. I was looking at the, the line earlier. Yeah, because he, he had a drive at the start, and they taught, they passed, retook. The, that game was, uh, if I'm remembering correctly, was it like 7-3 going into the fourth quarter? I think so, yeah, because the final score was, was 17-14. to 14. Insane, insanely yeah. low scoring game. So Eli has yep. one of them. Yeah, because he had the two in the one game. That got mm-hmm. me. Yep. Yep. Hmm. So the other one just got inducted into the Hall of Fame. Uh I don't know if it was this past year, but it was in the past few years got inducted to the Hall of Fame. Chat's got it. I see, yeah, I see the Kurt Warner one. That's a good one because he did there it he no is. one. He yep. did it. Did he do it twice in ninety nine? Oh no, uh, no, he did it once in ninety nine, once in 08. That's right. Uh, yeah, that's that's a, as well. Yep. Yeah. That the the ninety nine Super Bowl Rams Titans incredible. Everybody everybody talks about the one yard short play. Yeah. And the throw he has. It was a one yard what, eighty yard touchdown drive. One, one play eighty yard touchdown drive. Yeah. The, yeah. For the game winner. That's incredible. That's outrageous. That talked about. Who did yeah. he throw that to? Was that Isaac Bruce? I I think it was Holt, but it might have been Bruce. I wa- it definitely wasn't Holt. It was so it might have been. So then, it, so then it was Isaac Bruce. I don't think it was a Keen. Yeah. Yeah, I don't um, think it was either. But yeah, that's that's one of the 
crazy suit like we there's like the super bowl plays nobody talks about that everybody talks about like the curse catch and the julio jones catch that's we've talked about how little those are talked about so much right. that they're talked about a lot now but that's a play nobody talks about in that game and that's crazy it was isaac bruce you're right 73 yard pass from warner oh he tore his hamstring Bruce on it look at this tore his hamstring what the wow. look at pulling it back Isaac bruce tore his hamstring on I the play Appreciate the uh, trivia help there in the chat. Tell you how about that. Yeah. So, and look at this: before fifty-one and fifty-three, Kurt Warner was one, two, and three in Super Bowl single-game passing yards. That's incredible. I do know that every season that he started every game, his team went to the Super Bowl. Ah, uh, that's a, that's fairly impressive. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, Kurt Warner. He turns out he's pretty good at this whole thing. <laughs> yeah, and so, but but my point here, right, is that. Kurt Warner and Eli Manning, of course. I mean, listen, Eli's got two, two clutch quarterbacks. Yeah. Yes, and Kurt Warner's got got a championship as well, right? Could have had could have had a second, of course. Roethlisberger, um, you know, mm-hmm. had a had a that great drive at the end, but you know, they have three, three each, and Brady has ten. Yeah, ten. and like, he and insane. I can and the other thing that's part of that is that I think it, I believe that at some point in the fourth quarter. Of every Super Bowl that Tom Brady played in, he left the field in the fourth quarter with a lead. Yes, that's correct. Yep. Wait, did did he have a come from behind drive against the Chiefs? That game was a blowout, so there must have been two in another one. I always forget about that. What do you mean? His Super Bowl, they won against the Chiefs. We were talking about the 10, 10 game-winning they drives. They didn't win a Super Bowl against the Chiefs, sir. Chiefs from the AFC. When he was when Brady was with the Bucks. Oh, he's talking about the Bucks. I got you, idiot. Hello. No, he, <laughs> no. I think he had no. He had two in another game. Um, it was. Uh, oh, it was. Shoot, what the I know. It's it? it's thirty eight. It's right. thirty eight because yes, the Panthers went up twenty two twenty one and he yes. scored. Yeah. Yep. Right. So that was so right. So they so he got two in that game, two in the other game, and then none in because I knew there was another game that he didn't have one in. So none in, none in last year in 2020. Yeah. Yep. So, but you think about how, how insane that is and how he's able to take his game to the next level in those biggest moments. And, you know, and again, Hitchhiker's probably saying, you know, he had six, six game winning drives in the Super Bowl. <laughs> like six. That's outrageous to think had, about that. He had. Uh, in the regular season, 46 fourth quarter comebacks, 58 game winning drives. And then the postseason, it nine fourth quarter comebacks, 14 game winning drives. Yeah. I mean, that that's the type of stuff where you just sit there and say, like, this, what do you want us to do? There's nothing that this guy, you know, couldn't do. And, and you go back and we're going to we're going to talk about this week in sports history kind of will, will all be about the Super Bowls because they were all around this time. Today's February 1st. And so. Two of them happened on February 1st. Two of them happened on February 3rd. And all of them kind of happened around this week. Matter of fact, for for a while, uh, until 2006, until February of 2006, the Patriots were the only team to have ever won a Super Bowl in February uh, because they didn't push it back permanently to February until 2003. So they won in 01. 02 was not in February. And the next two were in February. And so they had won all three uh, Super Bowls in February at that point. So... It's, it's this, and at this rate, it's going to end up being in March. In yeah, I know. Years, so I know, right? So yeah, it's uh, and that Super Bowl thirty eight. We'll talk about Super Bowl thirty eight because that Super Bowl thirty eight was yeah. was outrageous. That yeah. game was stupid. Yeah, before we do that, can we? I had asked this question to somebody earlier, and I think we should talk about it here. Yeah, favorite Tom Brady non Super Bowl games. Oh my god, because I have I have my pick. I tweeted it out earlier, and that's a little bit controversial, but I want to go okay. with it. All right. 20, 2015 AFC Championship game in Denver. The game they so lost. Good that game. Oh my but god. They were, so good that game. That Pats team absolutely like they got so hurt in the middle of the season. They yeah. had nothing left. They were the worst team by quite a bit on the road against the eventual Super Bowl champions with one of the best pass rushes I've ever seen. They gave away the snap count the whole game. And they yeah. were one play away from tying it up because yeah. Tom Brady and Gronk just yeah. willed them there. Incredible. Got hit 18 times. I've th- that is one of the gutsiest quarterback performances I've ever seen. He was single-handedly the reason they were able to make that happen. Well, not single-handedly because Gronk 
did quite a bit in there as course, well. Yeah, yeah. It was, that was just the two of them. And oh, man, I, the way they were, I don't think they would have beat the Panthers in the Super Bowl if they got through that. They were just so hurt. Yeah. But you never, you never, never know. know. Never. And know. in some ways, losing that game, I feel like helps Brady's legacy. It just the the, the toughness factor. Because he yeah. gets, especially after 2011 and the pictures of him and the long hair in 2010, he became, in 07, he became kind of this pretty boy QB. And that was not that at all. That was, he sat in there and took hit after hit after hit after hit after hit. And yes. yeah. he was just battered and broken and and still almost did it. So, and if, you know, if, if Steve Gostowski doesn't miss an extra point in that game, they tie the game in that moment, you yeah. know, and, and, and then go to overtime and you never know. So. And that was the that broke his streak of extra points too. Yeah, yeah. And that was that's just one of those. You know, it's it's funny too because for as good of a kicker as Goskowski is, he's had some of his misses on just the worst possible places to have them. It's like the opposite. Vinatieri is actually not that great of a kicker historically speaking in terms right. of just pure accuracy or distance, but he's made so many historically significant and tough kicks. Well, that's the thing. I mean, you you look at it and say Justin Tucker is probably the best kicker. I've ever seen, but how could oh, you ever? But how could you ever pick against? How could you ever pick against Vinatieri in a, in just, in just, one? You know what I mean? Justin Tucker is literally the only kicker I would ever take over Adam Vinatieri for a single kick with the game on the line. Right, right. And if it's in the snow, I'm taking Vinatieri. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing, you know. So it's like it's just crazy to think about, you know, how how good Vinatieri. I mean, look, Manning, Manning had never won anything before Vinatieri, and then they won what fifteen to twelve. <laughs> in in one of the playoff games that year in in 06 to win the Super Bowl. So um but either way, you know, I, I think it's a great question. I have someone mentioned the, the 2019 AFC Championship game or 2018. I I have at a hard Kansas time City. with that. The, oh, at, I the love Kansas that game. game. That game was incredible. Brady was was unreal in that game. Uh you know, the the three third and tens uh in, in the fourth in uh overtime was mm-hmm. incredible. And, you know, of course, driving down to to take the lead. And then, of course, the Chiefs out of the game and so on and so forth. That was fantastic. Um, the 06 Ravens AFC game, AFC divisional game in 06 was a great game. He has so many of them. I think I think I go way back to what uh, was it? Oh, three. What the heck? What? Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of good. Well, you think there's a lot of good mentions in the chat. 2012 49ers. That's yep. one of the other great Brady losses. Yeah. Performances and a loss that he has out there uh, for non Super Bowls. The Super Bowl against the Eagles is up there. Breaking yeah, the, the record. AFC championship game in 2017. That's a great one too. And yeah. Yep. Yep. And Gronk um, getting out of that game. Was it? Um, was it the oath? Hmm. Was it the 03 playoffs where they played um they played the Steelers in the second round? That was 04. AFC that championship. Was... And he had a fever. No, I was thinking about the game. The hell game was it? Where uh who the hell was the safety that was talking crap? And oh, you're just... thinking of the 07 game against the Steelers. Anthony was Anthony Brown who was talking? And they just threw Anthony Smith. Was, Anthony Smith. I thought it was That's Dion the Branch, though. I thought it was Dion Branch, where they were just he oh. was just throwing throwing bombs over over his head. I think I think you are confusing Dion Branch catching two long passes in the 04 AFC Championship with Brady going right at Anthony Smith in the 07 regular season game. Maybe maybe you're right, but I feel like in that 04 playoffs that someone had talked crap about the Patriots leading up to that game. And they just, it was the it was the Steelers, so I feel like that's almost a guarantee anyway. Yeah. That was a very cocky group. Yeah, that was uh, they absolutely curb stomped the Steelers in that game. Yeah, which that's I just rewatched the highlights of that, and um, James Ferrier is the linebacker for the Steelers. He's mic'd up for that game and listening to him throughout the game is just hilarious. <laughs> that's the one where you got Dion Branch turned into the crowd. You go, "Where's your towels? Where's your towels?" At the end yeah. of the game. Oh my goodness! Yeah, it's that's. <laughs> So that's like, and then the other one for me, um, the other one for me is the 09 regular season game against the Titans where he threw five touchdown passes in the first half and just was just absolutely lighting people up. That was so much fun in the red, in the red uniforms, in the snow. Uh, it was, All that was awesome. Game. 
Yeah. I think you could also on a similar note with 09, you could go with the season opener against the Bills where oh, they're down and lay and they score two quick touchdowns. And yep. that throw, I think, was to Ben Watson for the game winning touchdown in that one was a ridiculous that was a laser because they it was a tight end run in the seam and they had it covered. And Brady throws a laser back shoulder and Watson goes up, makes the twisting catch, and it's just um, amazing stuff. You that just, was the like, Brady's back moment. Yeah, that was right. That was his first well, not his first yeah, it was his first game back. Was, that was his first game back. Yeah, it was the Monday night opener. Yeah. Um man, that, that was oh, that was such an awesome game. Um and I believe and Dar uh, Darpa Gold pointed out, I believe it was five touchdowns in, in a single quarter. It was. Uh it was. the second the second quarter. It was forty five yeah. to nothing at the half. Yeah. But it was just like they just absolutely yeah. murdered them. Yeah, I think we should throw in, was it the 2011 season opener or the 2010 week two or something? The game where he went down to Miami and threw for 500 yards. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the, that was the, the one where Welker. The 99-yard touchdown pass to Welker, yeah. yeah. I've never, yep. that is, that might be the most perfectly placed run after the oh, catch throw I've ever seen. Yep, yep, just unbelievable. And that's the type of stuff for me that, like, he was so good at doing that stuff. And, you know, you just that 2011 team, man, that 2011 team had no business being in the Super Bowl, no business. And they made it all the way Shout, there and shouts to Sterling Moore. I know. And if Welker catches <laughs> that pass, they win the game, you know, like, yeah. and I will say or if Gronk is, doesn't have an, a high ankle sprain. They win right, that game right easily. And you know what I, I will say, though, and I've always said this, the play before that play, they ran. Um, I think they ran just a power right off the right off the left side. And, um, and he, he, what's it called? Uh, Logan Mankins just whiffed on his block and Ben Jarvis Greenell has got tackle for a one year loss. There was a massive hole in that play. If Ben Jarvis picks up four, four or five yards, they're running the ball in the next play, not even throwing it. And so, you know, you know, yeah. And so you just never know, you know, and that's, yeah. that's one of those things where, you know, you just sit there and you say like, man, we have, like, we have Tom Brady. And you don't, and, and you know what I mean. And so, that's and and that's it's crazy, but that it's funny yeah. how those little those little things make such a difference, yeah. you know. And so I, I think the whole we have Tom Brady and you don't, in some ways, nothing exemplifies that more than the 2017 AFC Championship against the Jaguars. Yes, because they the Jaguars were the better team right. that day for most of that day, and that Patriots offense now without Gronk. Brady's hurt. The Jaguars should have won that game. They came into Foxborough and beat up the Patriots for quite a bit. And they were so scared of Tom Brady that they changed all of their decision-making down the stretch. That's the whole reason they were able to get back in it. They were so scared of him that they let him win. And the reason the Eagles ended up winning the Super Bowl is because they weren't afraid of him and they were aggressive and they did push the envelope. But the Jaguars just, they couldn't do it. Um, yeah. And that's, um, I think we should also throw in here too, we're talking about the games, like, the drive against the Texans that year with Brendan Cooks at the end, yeah. Temporal Tompkins play, the Browns game, the Broncos comeback, all that in 2013. Yeah. Um, I mean, some of those plays were, you know, you just so like I wasn't there for the for the 09 uh Bills game. I went to class because mm -hmm. I had I was doing night school at that point. Um I had to go to class so and I did because if I missed two classes, I would have failed. So I was like, I have to go. <laughs> so I did. Luckily I did because I got like I like deathly ill like three weeks later, three, four weeks later or something like that and, and had to miss. And I was like, Oh my God, dude, if I, I would have failed the class. Uh, and then that 2013 game, I was at a wedding that day. And I remember, I feel like I told the story in the podcast before, but I was at a wedding and, uh, and somebody drove, someone's dad drove his minivan to the back of the, of the venue. And we were outside mm -hmm. listening to the game on the radio. I love that. Uh, Which game well, was this? this was the saints game in 2013. Okay. And we were just going nuts in the, so I, I heard the, you know, show ponies, whiz the beef, like all this stuff, like right oh, wow. in real time, it was awesome. And so we were flipping out in the back. It was great. So, um, but those are the moments that you just like, you can't, you know, they had that year, they had the Broncos game, which they came back down from 20, they had, nothing. they had the, they had the, uh, the Browns game where they had to recover the onside kick down 12 with score. two in right. change. It's like insanity that they won that game. They had some crazy games in 2013 um, that, that they, you know, yeah. they came back. So, 
Yeah, it's it's crazy. And Hitchhiker's Pies mentioned the O2 Bears come back when they were down 27 that's six. Crazy. And they that came, David I mean, Patton, the David Patton the catch on, just an outrageous throw and catch. And, and so it's like you have all these memories from 20 plus years. And of course, you know, the, the Bucks fans will have their Bucks memories as well. But like, you know, the amount and not just that, I think the biggest thing for me was that we just we were just so good. Like we were so good every single year that we were like the the regular season doesn't even matter. Like you yeah. know, and that's why it's funny because some of these regular season games get lost in the shuffle because it was like no, it doesn't matter. We're going to make the playoffs. We're going to be in the playoffs every single year. We're probably going to be in the AFC Championship game every single year, and then we're probably going to be in the Super Bowl every single year. And so it's like you know, it started to become you know that ten year drought. Oh, a massive ten-year drought from 04 to 0 to 2014. It's like, dude, we played in two Super Bowls in that time, and had and a, made a couple first round buys, right? And not only that, but made the AFC Championship game in what 06, 07, 11, and 12, and 13. We made yeah. we made the AFC Championship game in like six six of those years, and it was like, oh, those are those are the down years. And it's like, what are you talking about? Like that's yeah. That's like the best some franchises have ever done. That's better than some franchises have ever done. You know? Yeah, yeah. I, I want to talk about this for a sec from like the younger generation of Pats fans' perspective, because yeah. I was like, so I've had. I'll pull this up. I've been. I have. All, I collect the Patriots Super Bowl DVDs, and I've just kind of had these going in the background while I've been at work today. So this is the collection. It's incredible. I have all of them, but one I realized one of the three games, the Glories. I realized I never bought, so I ordered that today. That'll be here tomorrow. But the first. The first chunk of this, the first three, I I was three, five, and six years old when they won yeah. these Super Bowls. I experienced those teams and that Tom Brady through the DVDs primarily. I would just watch these. And to me, Tom Brady was he wasn't a quarterback, he wasn't an athlete. He was this mythic right. movie character almost who yeah. always comes out on top at the end of the day. And I just remember growing up and it was like, he was that guy. Then Oh seven, they lose. Oh wait, he gets hurt. Oh nine. They lose in the first round. 2010, they lose in the first round. And it was just, he goes from this superhero to very mortal, very quickly. And the way in 2014, after the chiefs game, things turned around. I mean, we forget the context of the 2014 chiefs game. The context of that was, Hey, well, they'd been back and they'd been successful. They couldn't break through. Now he looks awful to start the season. The The whole cliff conversation looks crazy now, but was not entirely unwarranted at the time, given where they were in the history. And it was like, wow, is this, is this really where the window ends? Is this really how it's going to be? Right. And the way they turned it on and got another whole dynasty out of that, for my generation of fans, it was almost a fulfilling of all of the things we had heard about growing up. Now we got to actually watch it again. We got to see all the crazy comebacks and the yeah. wild uh, endings. It and- was incredible. And and look, I mean, that season in April of that year of 2014, right? Bill Belichick takes the takes the podium and says, "We all know the age and contract situation of the current quarterback." Like, what? That's what he <laughs> said. And so, and that's the stuff where you just look at it and say, it's. You know, it's it's crazy. And you almost say the mental toughness of that team to come back from a butt whooping like that. And Belichick's talked about this many times about how he knew during that Chiefs third, game that he had that he had a team because they didn't quit. They fought hard and you know, and they were still going. And that's exactly what you need out of that team. And um, you know, Brady comes back and, and they and they absolutely shellacked Cincinnati the next week. And Cincinnati came in undefeated, and they were big, bad, this and that, and they just absolutely dismantled them. Brady got a huge standing ovation when he came out, unlike mm-hmm. Mac Jones, who got booed when he came out. Uh, you know, uh, Mac Brady gets a massive standing ovation when he comes out, and they just light up the Bengals. And it just, like, and it was that moment, you know, Gronk's after the game, like, please, like, that's our quarterback. You know what I mean? And and yeah. Belichick, you know, laughing at the reporters saying, like, do you think there's a quarterback change coming? Whatever. That's the stuff where, yeah, things were tumultuous for a little bit, but everyone knew exactly where everyone stood. And they were they were good. And that team was nasty. You know, It'll, and it took them only one game to write the shit right. there, which right. is crazy. Um, yeah. Another Brady memory I kind of want to share that I really liked. Uh 
I went to college. My uh, one of my best friends, my college roommate, all four years. He didn't really grow up a uh, sports fan. And actually, the second question I ever asked him was, "Are you a Patriots fan?" After "What's your name?" Basically, but um, yeah, and he but he wanted to get into sports, so we would watch the Patriots games together. And we watched the 2016 season, but he wasn't really he was into it. He wasn't fully into it at that point. He was excited they won, whatever. 2017, we started to get into a little bit more. And that's where that Texans game happened. The Brandon Cooks pass early mm-hmm. on. And he had heard like, oh, never count out touchdown Tom. Like Brady can always have the comeback. But the look on his face when Brady pulled off that drive is something I'll never forget because I got to watch somebody else experience the kind of the myths that I had grown up with and to see the legend of Tom Brady work. And yeah. to kind of witness, like it's it's almost a religious experience at times to watch what he would do at the end of games. You think it's over and he just pulls that out of nowhere. And that continued up yeah. until the end of this season, too. Well, what's crazy is that people talk about Larry Bird like that, right? How Bird just every single time the game was on the line and you needed a shot, he'd hit it. And he became this mythical this mythical being, right? Yeah. And Bird, you know, plays, what, 10 years and 12 years in the NBA because his back gave out on him. And he's one of the best players ever. And Brady does the opposite. You know, he, he just – he owns – and, you know, Hitchhiker's Pie is doing a great job of, of just, like, spamming the chat with all these <laughs> records because he owns all of them. Like, he like the most he has the most 10-point to 10-plus point comebacks in NFL history. He's got, you know, all these things. I mean, this one's my favorite. 14 conference championship games. Montana's second with seven. Seven conference games. So you want to talk about, you know, oh, well, you know, no, no, I'm sorry. Brady's made 14 of them. And was ten and four in those fourteen. That's pretty damn good. Yeah, yeah. my my favorite stat is is that he has thirteen thousand four hundred passing yards in just the playoffs. That's the stuff where you just you sit there and you just say, "How in the world? How? How He's in the world?" Thirty-five and thirteen. Thirty-five and thirteen is the starter in the playoffs. Yeah, and that and that's that's what's absolutely insane. Is like it's just he had that gear he could read, and that's I think the defining part of Brady. It isn't. Like we all know his peak with with Moss and 07 and all the crazy stuff they did in 2010 as the unanimous MVP. But what really set Brady apart was that even when the team wasn't very good, as long as you could keep the game close, if you needed one drive to win the game, didn't matter who was around him, you were always confident he was going to be able to get it done. 100%. Because of his, his ability to know what a defense was going to do, ability to get the players where they need to be, adjust on the fly, and that's something, I mean, you saw it in the first Super Bowl he played in against the Rams, leading that drive. And you saw that at the end of this season. I'm forgetting which game it was, but uh, I was at one against the Saints uh, near the end of the season at home where they were yeah, down right. late. And he, he just and he led a terrible couple drives. all game. And he just like, yeah. And they go in the second they go no huddle. He knows exactly what he's doing. He knows where everybody is. The ball's coming out. It's on time. It's getting everywhere. And then the next thing you know, you won. Right. And that's what that 2013 team was that's what the it was six team was for the most part um and i feel like how good he was in those years is just as telling about who he was than what he did in the playoffs yeah yeah it's just it's really incredible it's really incredible and you look at all the metrics look at any of the metrics you want i don't care what metrics it is it's not close it, it's just it's not close he's the greatest player in nfl history and it's not close and you know anyone that wants to argue anyone that wants to argue anything other than that is either a, a, a Patriots hater, mm-hmm. you know, or someone who's just frankly, just uninformed. I mean, it just, there is no debate. There is yeah. no debate, you know, and that's, and that's really what it comes down to. And look, I know Manning had success against Brady and towards the end of his career, certainly in the playoffs, it was the home team that would, that would win consistently. I get that. Um, as a matter of fact, I don't think either of them ever won on the road against the other one in the playoffs. They didn't. Um, but you know, it's still it doesn't matter. And people talk about, oh, it's the defense, and he had this great deep. I mean, I'm sorry, man. Like some of these games, his defense sucked and he came through anyways. Yeah. And some of these games, his defense was okay. But then you get to the end of the game, and if you can keep it close, then they win. You know, and that's yeah. and that's really what it comes down to. He was he was incredible. Yeah, and that's I think that's kind of the important thing that what well, you said it embodies what I was saying. Like it's just 
the team around him was fantastic for lots of this, and that helps. That probably that inflates his winning numbers over over other things, over where he would have been elsewhere. Sure, and that, that's okay. It doesn't diminish who he is because who he is is if if games are a coin flip if they're close. We'll say I know there's a lot of statisticians that kind of say all right for games right. that are within a possession it can go either way. His ability to <laughs> Blow on the the coin while it's in the air in just the right way that it always lands on heads was unparalleled. And you you listen to him and, and you look at you just watch the team and it's clear it's not it isn't like he just happened to get really lucky time and time again. It was it was preparation. It was knowing what was going on. It was being in the right place. It was poise and it was comfort in those moments. And it goes back to his time at Michigan too. His last we talk about the Ravens game. And coming back from 14 down 14 twice, he did that in college in his last college game effort. Right. The Orange Bowl against Alabama, down 14 nothing, they come back. Down 28 14, they come back and end up winning it in overtime because Alabama missed an extra point. And yeah. And by the way, that's one of the most underrated throws in Brady's career. It, you know, everyone talks about the double pass, obviously, in that Ravens game, but that throw to the fell one was outrageous to win in the a game. bucket. In yeah. a bucket. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, also, my dad, Hitchhiker's Pie is just coming out flying with these there's so many of them right record is bed versus best versus the spread is war is ahead by over 10 percent than the next closest which is insane um my dad threw one out as well uh playoff wins in nfl history the patriots have 37 their first in mm-hmm. with 37 playoff wins the steelers are second with 36 playoff wins and tom brady, tom brady. is third with 35 playoff wins and it's just like it's it's complete insanity when you when you yeah. when you really stop to think about what he's been able to do over the course of his career. And again, played a long time. That then that's true. He's absolutely played a long time. But you still you look at it and just say he's just done it so many times that you just yeah. at a certain point you just say, well, what, like what do you want me to say? Like he just he's clearly yeah. the best. And the longevity too. Like it's a. He's mastered that skill to the degree that one can. The amount of time he took in preparing his body to absorb all of those hits and be ready for those moments. Like that's he was preparing himself for those situations and to play this long. It wasn't it wasn't an accident. And other guys like Peyton Manning didn't do anything wrong to end his career when he did. He's one of the greatest to ever do it. Brady went to a level that some uh, many most have never gone to when it came to preparation to get his body ready. And that's why I don't think it's a shock that he played as long as he did. He right. always felt he could. He just, um, and that's, I think that's what set him apart the whole time was his ability to, his work ethic, his ability to prepare and just be in the right spot at the right time, time and time again. Yeah. Um, I agree. Uh, they did add Hitchhikers by added that it, that is since 1966. I believe I was looking at it from the merger, uh, but either way. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, then, Dark Blue Gold. Yeah, you got that one. And then Dark Blue Gold. Yeah, that's a great one, right? Tom Brady has more Super Bowls than any single franchise uh, in NFL history. And it's just, that's the that's the stuff, right? That's yeah. the stuff for me that you, yeah. know, you just, so. Yep. Wins, wins are not necessarily a QB stat, but they can be. Right. Depending on the quarterback and the situation and Brady's right. for example of that. Yeah, and that's the thing, right? Is that ultimately some games did he suck in some games and they won anyways? Of course. Of course that happened. But the vast majority of those games, he was a huge reason that they won. And sometimes it's just the mental side of it of saying, We have Tom Brady and we can beat any team if we have Tom that's, Brady. That was the craziest thing was watching like everybody else freak out trying to stop him watching other fans right. thought he victimized every fan base in the nfl by beating them in a way they shouldn't at, well, the, at some point pulling something crazy out to the point where people had to make up conspiracies about him just to right to well, cope with the fact that he was beating them all the time right i mean take a look at the at Super Bowl 51 right when they're down 28 to 3 and they're going for it on fourth down and matt ryan's pacing the sideline he goes the big play big play right because he knows in the back of his head it's Tom freaking Brady over there. Like, you know, it just and it's, never you know what I, And what I always remember, Super Bowl 38, which you know, we're going to talk about here in a second. We got to wrap up. Um, but the Moose and Muhammad, I think yes. Moose and Muhammad and Steve Smith on the sidelines during the game talking about like, basically there's no, there's no giving up. It doesn't matter how many points we scored. We're the quarterback on the other side. We got to keep it going. And then you go to right. Super Bowl 51 with Muhammad Sanu, mic'd up talking to Julio Jones. I think it was yep. saying almost the exact same thing, same building, Super Bowls, 13 years apart. 
and it's the receivers on the other side talking about how they know you just you have to keep scoring. Yeah, you, you have to keep doing it because yeah, otherwise he's going to catch you. It's incredible, and that that one to me is one of the most underrated Super Bowls of all time. Super Bowl thirty eight. You know, you beat, I agree. You, you end up beating the Panthers thirty two twenty nine. Zero points in the first quarter. Zero points in the third quarter. Twenty four <laughs> points total in the second quarter, and then thirty seven points scored in the fourth quarter. I mean, it's and, just like and, and you talk about the second quarter. I believe all of those were scored in the last four minutes of the second. They quarter. were. Yep, they were. Yeah. The Patriots yeah. go with three oh five left, and then then the Panthers drove right down. Scored. The Patriots drove right down. The Patriots scored. With 18 seconds left, and I believe Vinatieri kicked the ensuing kick off out of bounds. Did he not? No, it was a squib kick that they returned oh, for like squib. 10 That's yards, and then the Panthers just ran a play and happened to get they had like an accidental 20 yard run in there because got broke a couple tackles. Was that Stephen Davis? Yep. I believe on that. Team. I don't know if he was the guy carrying it, but he was the it's guy. Him or team. Foster? Yeah. Yeah. And then all of a sudden. Um, they're in field goal range. Now you're mi- mixing up with John Casey kicking the kickoff out of bounds at the end of the game. That's what it was. That's what it was. Yeah. Yes, because Ricky Prohl scored with like what, a minute left. Um, yeah. Ricky Prohl twice the- scored with two minutes left to tie a Super Bowl against Tom Brady and won and lost both of them. That's unbelievable. <laughs> it was so bad for him. Yeah, I know. I, I don't feel that bad for him, but but yeah. uh, but it's pretty crazy when you start to look at things like that. And that's and that's Vinatieri really missed two kicks in that game. He did. He did. And then one they had one blocked. Well, and you know, you have that was the first kick he ever missed indoors. It's crazy to think about. That's crazy to think about when you and start that, talking about those things. You know? And that they were snake bitten in that stadium too. The last time they had trailed in a game in Super Bowl 38, the last time they had trailed was when they played the Texans down there back in November. And that's a that was a Texans team that was in its second season and was awful. Pats outgained them by some crazy mountain. It took a fourth quarter, fourth down, fourth quarter touchdown to tie it, send it to overtime to Daniel Graham. And then they took an interception and a field goal in overtime to win it. Yeah. Yeah. So Hitchhiker's Pie is talking about the SI article. I believe the Patriots long snapper that year. I believe that Ronnie Paxton got got hurt that year, right? And so they brought in Kinchin, and then he was like. No, another, I think another long snapper got hurt. I remember this whole thing. They had um, had to bring in a long snapper. I believe it was for the AFC Championship game that year. Could have been for the divisional round or maybe the last regular season game. It was late. Right. He was he was at that point a school teacher. He had retired and become a school teacher. He got called out to go be for the Patriots for this, and then he couldn't get anything. Um, he was really struggling in practice, and almost he thought about quitting, and then didn't. And the week of the Super Bowl. Dinner a couple nights before the game, he cut his That's right. hand open, That's what it was. trying yeah. to butter a roll or cut a roll open or whatever, just slice right into it with a knife. So that the the snap you see for Super Bowl thirty eight is from that guy, and that's um, yeah, that's well, maybe we can tweet out that article or something. But that's one of my favorite articles of yeah. all time. That whole story is fantastic. Yep. Yes, it is the Brian Kinchin story again. Team Crazy Man. So, and that's that's where you start to look at and just think like. There are some crazy things that happened. I mean, in 01, they had, you know, there had to be 47 things to go right for them to make the playoffs and get and get the number two seed. And all 47 of those things went right, including David Patton getting knocked out, cold, unconscious on the sideline of the Bills and fumbling the ball. But because his head was out of bounds and the ball was touching his leg, the ball was out of bounds. The Patriots get the ball. I mean, just every single thing that needed to happen in that season happened. And you have to have some luck. You do. You have to have some luck to win all those. You don't win without you have to. But like to say that to say it was luck is just complete insanity. You know, there was some luck involved, just like there is in every in every Super Bowl championship and in every playoff win, and and really in every win period, right? But to say that it was all luck is just is foolish. No, and yeah, that's it's that's where the whole Patriot Way thing comes from. Yeah, be so prepared that the luck is always on your side because you're in the right place and you make less mistakes than the other team. Exactly, and you and you never make the costly ones. You exactly. can, we've seen it with the Patriots this year. You can win a lot of games in the NFL just by not messing up. Yep, very true. <laughs> the Patriots don't mess up. They're probably a 10, 11 win team this year. Yeah, for sure. Like for just sure. just some of the some of the dumb stuff they did. So. Yep, agreed. So. Anyways, sorry, that's it. We're not even doing this weekend's post history. We don't have to. We don't have to. This has all been Super nostalgia. 
uh, you What's know, this the, is this well, what is was the, the other Super Bowl? Bully. It was on the, the first. Did we talk about both that were on February 1st? So the first was oh, I think 49. We didn't talk about 49. Right? We didn't really talk about, but 49. Let me tell you something 49 is one of the most, and, and what doesn't, what doesn't happen is that Brady doesn't get credit for the, for the level of defense that he was going against in 2014. I, I need you to understand out there, everyone that's listening, what you need to understand is that that defense was on its way to being the greatest defense in the history of the NFL. Not only were they the number one defense back-to-back seasons, but they had absolutely obliterated Peyton Manning in one Super yeah. Bowl. People and thought that, yeah. And yeah. they had, at that point, had held the Patriots to 14 points in the next Super Bowl. So you beat Tom yeah, Brady. Got two picks Pey- off, two picks off Brady. In that, right. Yeah. You beat Tom Brady and Peyton Manning in back-to-back seasons. And you're the number one defense and you win back-to-back Super Bowls. You're the best defense in the history of the NFL. And not only did Tom Brady make them not the best Super Bowl, best defense in the history of the NFL. They, he completely broke that franchise. Uh, and of course, yeah. Malcolm Butler had a lot to do with that and, and all that other stuff. But Brady leading those two drives and that third down play. It's one of my favorite Patriots yeah. plays of all time. That third down oh, play to Edelman was incredible. Just absolutely yeah. incredible. Yeah, the way he stepped up in the pocket there was something else to get that where it needed to be. Um, and that whole I've, I've watched those drives so many times, those last couple drives and how they yeah. put things together and the way they attacked that defense and games like that. I mean, that right there is why you, you can't play zone against Tom Brady. Yeah. You just yeah. can't do it. And yeah. though then they broke it so much to force him into the one play where they play man defense. And that's the one where you get Gronk across the middle for that huge oh, play on second and yep. 11. Yep. And that's what that's right there is what Brady did. He would find out what you liked to do, find out how to beat it, break that and force you to do something you weren't comfortable with, and then break you with that because you weren't comfortable with it and because he could tell that you were going to be doing it. And yeah. Yeah. Yep. By the way, poetic over here, stepping up in the pocket like a phoenix rising through the ashes. Love it. Um, in Arizona. Did you know this year is going to be the first Super Bowl played in Arizona without the Patriots in it since 96? <laughs> It's so stupid. That that's the <laughs> stuff. Like that's the stuff where you're like, come on. Like they've just been so good ever. Yeah. And I that, also believe oh, that the game that the it could have be could be the one this year that the Bucks played at um uh, at Arizona this year. I think that's the first time and the only time Brady ever played in that stadium in the regular season. I think you're right because in oh in twenty fourteen twenty sixteen he was suspended, right? Yeah. And then I don't think that. I don't think it was open in 2008. I think it was. No, in 08. Oh, he 08, he, wasn't, 08 he was hurt. He was hurt. No but way. even then, in 08, uh, they played in New England for some reason. I don't remember how it got messed around, but it was. They played in Arizona in 04, New England in 08, in New England 2012, and then Arizona in 2016. Got it. Believe and then him. back Believe in him. New England in 2020. Yeah. Um, and by that time, he's in Tampa. So, yeah, he played, yeah. played more Super Bowls in that stadium than he did regular season crazy. games. It's crazy. That's the stuff. Unless man. he played. Somebody can correct me if he played some other one. If I he played a couple so. there with Tampa. But I think he just played the one. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's uh, it's one of those. It's one of those crazy things. And and there is there is a good this week in sports history. I'm not going to play the sounder, but maybe I should. But I'm not going to. Uh, Janet Jackson. Janet Jackson oh changed goodness. the FCC rules. Yeah. Um, you know where that had to be a it's, ten second delay. Was and, that you know, who was that? Was that with Justin Timberlake? Justin Timberlake. Yeah. Which I've, I feel like Justin. That was I thought that was like ninety percent on Justin Timberlake. It certainly might have been, but I feel like it may not have been a true wardrobe malfunction. Uh, um, I have no. Idea. All, all I can tell you is that all of the Super Bowl DVDs I have, they always include a copy of the halftime show, except, except for, that. for that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's. Uh, I was at a. I was in college. I was at a college party, and we. Oh you know, boy. I, I mean, obviously, at a. At a we already know what the reaction to that is going to be. And people were like, "Was that? Did we just? Did we just see a boob?" And I'm like, "What?" I was in the back. I'm like, "It's the, it's the halftime. I don't care about this. I want to watch the game, right?" Yeah. And so I didn't even. I went to the party because. It was halftime, and I'm like, oh, I'll go say hello to everyone. I'm in my room watching the game by myself. Yeah. I'm not watching these idiots, you know. 
And I was like, I don't think so. Like, there's no way, you know? And so, of course, we didn't have TiVo or DVR or anything back then, so you couldn't rewind it. Uh, and they were like, I, I know for sure that we didn't. Of course, you know, they, of course, you, you know, you find out the next day that, that you, in fact, did. Um, but, uh, yeah. but, you know, that was, they just, this is just, it was crazy. So, anyways, that changed that FCC, changed uh, you know, 10 second delay on, on all live TV from, from that point on. So, um, yeah. Yeah, that was but, something. But anyways, anyways, I think that's I think it's it. We've covered quite a bit. Listen, we could do Brady, a two and a half hour long podcast do, on Tom Brady we could do and a whole week. We could do a week. We could do a, a, an do hour it. show every <laughs> single day for the rest of the year and still not cover everything. We could we could do how many seasons did he actually end up playing? Yeah, twenty three. Yeah, yeah, we could do a twenty three episode series and do an episode on every season, and we would still miss stuff. It's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Yeah, we could. We could. So anyways, uh, you know, Tom Brady, the, goat, the goat, hundred percent, uh, greatest of all time. Well, 23, you're right. He played 21 seasons. Um, cause you don't count oh, 2000 and 2008, but he was in the NFL for, for 23 seasons. So, um, that 2008 yeah. injury was traumatic for childhood, Matt. Uh, yeah. How about like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was, I was a grown man at that. Well, not really. I mean, I was, you know, whatever, just right. out of college in, the, Here, in my mid twenties. Terrifying we'll do- for me too. We'll do it. We'll, we'll end this with a little trivia for you. Yes, you. let's hear. It. Do you know who? Do you know who caught the first and last t- touchdowns for Tom Brady in New England? First and last touchdowns for New England. Okay, you talking about Patriots players, right? No, we're not counting yeah. Logan Ryan here. Yeah, no, no, no. we're talking about. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, first, I believe was Rod Rutledge. Nope. Or was that his first catch? I mean, maybe his that, first completion went first to Rod Rutledge. Catch. His first it. touchdown. Okay. Uh, oh, was it Terry Glenn? Does Hitchhiker's Pie have it right? Terry Glenn? It was Terry Glenn. Terry Glenn. Oh my goodness, was the last. Uh, it couldn't have been Nikhil. Um, the last is probably someone absolutely ridiculous. Well, obviously it was twenty nineteen. I actually, I thought it was, and I, I turned out I actually had this wrong. <laughs> I had, I misremembered who the last one was, but really, um, yeah. Was it, it isn't somebody was, crazy? Was it James White? It was James White, but Damn, I had it misremembered because he also threw one to a Landon Roberts, and I thought that's that was right. his last one. That was the second to last, right? Yeah, that would have been so cool if that was his last one to a Landon. <laughs> Terry Glenn and all, yeah. James White oh. though in New England is fitting. Who is his last one too this year? Uh probably Mike Evans. If I had to guess, I mean, who knows? But it, probably Mike Evans. Let me. Um, it would have been whatever that last. I think it was the tight. It was Kyle Rudolph. No, Cameron Brait. Cameron Brait. Cameron nope. Brait and Terry Glenn. That's one heck of a way to bookend your career. I guess, yeah. Ugh. Oh, no, that was in the playoffs, though. Kyle Rudolph in the regular season says Team Crazy Matt. I okay. believe him. Yeah. So, um, and... Here, you know, let's, what, should we answer that, that question? Yes, let's do it. Uh, do you think Brady will come back again? We said this at the top, but absolutely not. Not based on the, his tone in his announcement yeah. and anything. I think he's... Think he's done. Yeah, he's done everything he needs to. The only uh, yeah, and it's the only person I think right now who could who could conceivably beat him in this discussion would be Patrick Mahomes, and it's going to take another fifteen years of him doing what he's done and continuing it at this pace to get into that. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, even if Mahomes were to win this year, even if he were to win in in two weeks, he would have two, and Brady has seven. And so that's you know, it's just like come on. Like it's not, yep. it's just, it's still not close. And oh, he's been to five straight eights. That's nice. That's nice. That's nice. Brady went to 14. So talk to me in nine yep. years when he's played in 14. Like it just, that's, that's the stuff for me. And, and there are definitely Peyton truthers out there. hundred percent. There are, but it's not even close. It's just, Super, it's even. Super Bowl 51 cemented that Brady was the best quarterback to ever yep. do. So, so 49 made it the predominant opinion. 51 cemented it and 53 got rid of all the doubters. Correct. Yeah. And then he won another one after that. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so it's just, you know, then he went and, somewhere else and did it. Right. And, and, you know, Hitchhiker's Pie is mentioning that, you know, Brady in his 40s is, is better than Mahomes Prime. And I don't know about that, but I will say Brady did put, I mean, if you split his career into three sections, you could argue that he has 
three Hall. He has had three Hall of Fame careers. He has one hundred percent had two Hall of Fame careers, and I would even argue that he has three Hall of Fame careers. And it's just it's something that has just never been done by anyone ever. And and I'm sorry, but won't be ever done by anyone ever. It's just outrageous. No. It's the and, safe and, bet that it won't. If it happens, then whoever, if somebody else ever gets the title of greatest of all time over Brady, they will, they will have had to do some crazy stuff to earn it. And if they do that stuff, yeah, then yeah, yeah. And so uh, he did say uh, the PFF war has has Brady's forties over Mahomes prime. And I and listen, I'm not saying that that's not true, but I just think I think at this point in his career, I, I would show choose Mahomes. But yes, you're taking all of his forties, and we will have to break out. Team Crazy Matt does run a few Sporkle quizzes for uh, for Brady, so you got to um, you got to you got to jump on the the old Sporkle and uh, and hit up Love that those. Brady TD receivers. So um, might have a wild Friday night this week, and uh, there you go. See some Sporkle quizzes. That's it. That's it. I love, I love it. So yeah. All right. All right, everyone. Yeah. Well, thank you. Listen, thank you for listening. We appreciate it. Um, you know, obviously the goat is gone, uh, retired, not gone, but he's he's it's gone. A new day. The, gone for the game of football. Uh, and we will, uh, and we'll go from there. So listen, at this point, I think we can, I think we can appreciate the greatness of Tom Brady. I know there's some scars from him leaving a few years back. I get it. Greatest, greatest of all time, not even close. And just be happy for all the times that we have. And unfortunately we're spoiled because of it, (laughs) but, but it doesn't matter. We'll, we'll take it anyways. So, um, but that's that's what we got. So thanks for listening, guys. We appreciate it. And uh we'll be back next week. We will be back next week. And um, you know, with with more, I'm sure we'll be talking more. We'll be doing more prospects next week. Senior bowl, yeah, and this is Shrine Bowl. And, yeah, and we're doing this on Wednesday night. So if you're listening to this on Thursday, Shrine Bowl is tonight, I believe, 8 30 Eastern on NFL Network. Yes. Some interesting guys in there. The Patriots are coaching it. So Yep, we talked about those guys already. Um yeah, go to our last know, episode. We broke down some prospects for it. Yep. Yep. So uh, give that a listen and those guys will be on there. And of course we'll be back talking about the senior bowl next week as well. And, uh, and so we'll go from there. A little All right, super guys. bowl preview too. Oh yeah. Oh, God, I hope that game doesn't even happen, but nevertheless, let's go, so, Eagles, go birds. Yeah. Yes. At this point. And that's, that's scary to even, even yeah. think that I had to say something like that, but you know, you're right. <laughs> you're right. So, all right guys, have a great night and we'll, uh, we'll talk to you soon.